Oh, look at you. <laughs> You're beautiful. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Tell me you did this for me. I did it just for you. <laughs> Tell me you did this for me. I did it just for you. I'm so going to tell my wife. Aw, tell her I said hi. I will. I will. She's putting four kids down to bed. How's that? Ooh, and I'm complaining about one. Yeah, she's had four in five years. And what? I'm pissed. Lyrica, I'm pissed at her. You know why? Why? Because if she had just delivered four days earlier, it would have been four in four years. Oh my gosh, you're pissed at her. <laughs> I mean, that, right? If you're a mom, right? Don't you want that on your shirt? Don't you want that to be, you know, four and four? No, that would four, be bomb. See, you make me feel bad for like not doing back to back, but I got a career and. No, no, no. There's nothing wrong. Come on. Stuff I'm doing. No, but I'm saying your wife gave you one, four, like, that's a lot. Oh, it is. It's awesome. It's awesome. It's no, awesome. No, congratulations. That's freaking beautiful. How my old? How old is your son? He's a year and a half. Is he walking? What is he walking? He runs me. He runs oh, the wow. house. He runs. He goes up and down the stairs. He plays with his toys. Like he's super like crazy with it. Oh, that's awesome. So I have, I have uh, my youngest. I'm old. Look at me. I'm so old. My, I have a 21 year old. Wow. And then I have a six, a f one just turned five one who's three and one who's like 15 months. So you and, got out of the way and he's like super grown and out the house and then you just wanted three more? Four more. Also, oh, there's five total. There's five total. I know. Oh, I know. Gosh. But yeah. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love yeah, it. I have Ocean. One, um, I just got started a year ago, basically. So we'll see. But I mean, right now it's just like, it's just a lot. Wait, you better. You should love on your wife the longest red carpet of life after she had the baby. After she's had all those babies, because your body changes. I know. Um, your hormones. You don't know what's going. On. She deserves like the world. Oh, I, I'm I'm convinced mothers have the hardest job in the whole world. Um, and someone like you has the hardest, even a harder job because not only are you a mother, but you're a full-time working. So my wife just wanted to be a mother. That's it. You want to be a mother and do so much more. So how do you do it? Yeah, I want to be a mother, an entrepreneur, a freaking, um, an actress, a singer, um, of write scripts. Like, I don't know who I think I am, especially during this quarantine, but I've been doing so much. And, um, but it's actually really been really productive and, um, I'm really proud of myself actually. Like I was able to get some video shot for my music and I'm still a full time mother. And I also can do like, um, other things. Like I started opening other businesses and stuff that I really wanted to do. So it's pretty cool. So, so, so for everybody who's watching, I'm uh lyrical, let me just describe, I'm Brett Barish. I own and have started a whole bunch of wine and spirit brands. So Ace of Spades, Doucet, Belle. Oh, thank you. Cheers. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. I'm drinking some gold. Oh, some Lux. Excuse me. It's the white bottle. You got the rosé going? 
Yes, I got the rosé going right here over ice. Thank you. Ch ch uh, my son put a, my three-year-old put an ice cube in. It makes it better. It oh makes God, it better. I have, ice, I have ice in mine. It's so good. I'm actually was um, getting my nails done too. So they just started. So I have one hand, no, one hand not. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. So I, I own a bunch of brands. I get to talk to amazing people and hear their stories. And the title of this is self-made. And in reading about you, you, you talk, what I love the most, and I had this call today with one of our, with, with five different of our distributors, about a couple hundred people, I like hearing struggle because I think yeah. that's the most motivating thing in the world for everyone else to listen to. Success is, yeah. you're, you're already, people see success, they're talking to you because you're successful, but I think the thing about giving back is the struggle. So yeah. when you talk about struggle, what does that mean? Well, um, I feel like struggle is like a definition. Ooh, Lyrica, did I lose you? Did I lose you? Hold on. Let's see. Did I lose you? Let's try again. Sorry, everybody. Let's see if we can get Lyrica back. Hold on. Hold on. Network is bad. I wonder whose it is. Let's see. Let's figure this out. All that pretty calls a malfunction. You gotta love that. Thank you. Hold on, everybody. We'll get her back. We'll get her back. It just allows me to drink more. Richie Rich, I see you, bro. Thank you. Thank you, buddy. Love you. Love the support. Love the new song. Give it a second, everybody. How about we put some... My... my I got a little bit of Kodak for you. You know, this dude put us in a song. Didn't even know. My best friend's kid told me about it. Richard, you're up that late? He put us in a song. He showed us such love. We got to help him. We got to show support to people who support you. That's what it's about. Let's move him. Let's move Kodak. Let's move Kodak. Let's wait for Lyrica. 
Jesus. Maybe a little bit. Richard, what are you doing up so late? You should be sleeping. I know, Eric, you got to cut the sleeves off. Makes every shirt better. Trust me. I'm copying Wiz Khalifa. He got me hooked on this. Let's wait for Lyric, everybody. So it's 9.15 here in Chicago. There's nothing more I love than talking to new people, hearing their story, drinking some Bel Air, some McQueen, some Bamboo. Dang, this is fun. This is fun. Vin, thank you, Vin. Thanks for the support. Love the bottle with the lights. That's the phantom. That's the phantom. Get UK in the house. Thank you. Hold on. Let's wait for Lyrica. Come on back on. Come on, Lyrica. Did I mention Kodak? You hear that song? You hear that? Nasa, nice, thank you. My team's on. Gotta love my team. That's family. They're always there supporting. Germany's in the house. Gotta love that. Florida's on. Look at that. Shout out to Trinidad. I've been to Trinidad. Are you kidding? I love Trinidad. Nigeria's on. Love Nigeria. It's a shout out to Sam in Nigeria, her own guy. Black and white about Chicago. Love it. Gotta love Chicago. That's home. That's home. Australia, of course, one. We're in Australia. We're in Australia. Mobile, Alabama. This is so much fun. All right, Ghana, look at that. Senegal, look at that. Kenya, look at that. New Orleans, I'm gonna give some love to Brandon Richard. Tunnel vision. Kodak, love you, Kodak. Where's Lyrica? Let's see. Lyrica's having technical issues. Thank you, 1508. Don't worry, it's fine. Had nowhere to go. Had nowhere to go. So, everyone, so everybody, tonight I'm drinking some Lux, which is this Bel Air Lux. This was our second release. First one was the Black Bottle Rose. This is the second Lux. Lux is a little bit sweeter, it's a traditional. Call it champagne, came after the rosé, the black bottle. And then uh, the, this is our original. This is the OG. This is my good friend, Rick Ross. And then uh, came our, our gold. 
or gold. And then came our Luxe Rosé. All our brands are amazing. God, I love drinking. I love drinking. So tonight is just Bel Air. I drank today uh, Bamboo XO and Bamboo OG, original. I, mean, I do half and half. We call it XOG. Please, everybody try it. The XOG is amazing. Amazing. Half and half, just over ice. That's all you have to do. You can make a Mai Tai. You can do a pina colada, but just over ice. Oh. Ask me some, oh, upstate New York, thank you. Southern Wine, thank you for the love. Cuba, we gotta get to Cuba. How do we do that? 100 countries on Bel Air, we can get to Cuba. We can make that happen. Did I mention Kodak? We gotta move Kodak, everybody. Let's support them. It's not right. We gotta change the incarceration. We gotta change it. There's something called the First Step Act, everybody. Should be housed within 500 miles. New brands coming, hell yeah. Hell yeah. We got something coming in 2021. Something brand new, new category. It's gonna be amazing, amazing. So excited. Every year we're going to be introducing a new brand. Every single year. Something new, fresh, young, different. Everybody out there listening, please. You're going to have people telling you, you can't, you can't do it. Put that on your shoulder and say, yes, I can. Brian Musil gets a shout out. Love it. Upstate New York. Lyric is having a little problems with her with her internet. Hold on. We'll try to get her back on. <clears throat> if people want to be a, a brand ambassador, hit us directly. People want to show want some of our merch. We don't sell it, we just give it away. Please ask. You notice my shirt, Bamboo? Can you see the goat? Little Wayne. That's my friend. He's a supporter. Let's support him. He's got that killer show on Apple, iTunes Radio. Listen to it. Everyone's got to check in. He's got the biggest stars in the world. Did I tell you Kodak? Everyone, do you know about Kodak? We got to move Kodak. Support those who support you. Give back. Give back. He needs help. Show him some love. Move Kodak. Yes, Santa Claus owns Bel Air. Who else would own Bel Air? Santa brings the world love, man. All he does is bring gifts and presents. Gotta love him. Of course he's involved with Bel Air and Bamboo and McQueen and all our brands. Can't hate that. Gotta love that. Support. Support. 
Hold on. Ooh, I like this song. Roll in peace. Roll in peace. It's a good song. Wait a, wait a little bit more. I don't mind talking to everybody. Should we talk to somebody randomly? Does anybody want me to talk to somebody? Huh? Everybody, so you know, this is my newest child. This is our, this is our newest one. I want everyone to know, the queen in the violet fog. See this puppy? See the eye of the crown, the Illuminati? Psychedelic McQueen in the Violet Fog. Read the poem on the back of the bottle. No brand in the world has a poem on the back of the bottle. To Jin from Junjai, Brazil, a little town outside Sao Paulo. 21 botanicals, two distillation methods. It's the highest rating of any gin, 93 from wine, wine enthusiasts. This is the shit. This is the shit. Well, we'll try to get Lyrica on again. She's having some problems. We'll make it happen. We'll make it happen. I need to talk to her. There's so much I want to talk to her about. She's a Sagittarius just like me. I love you all. My team, I love you for showing support. That's what it's about. Let's take care of our friends. Take care of Kodak. Oh, wait, hold on. Hold on. Hey! Oh my God, I'm so annoyed. <laughs> oh, it's okay. So the phone just froze. I don't know how, what happened in the middle of us talking. It just completely froze, and then it just was stuck. It wouldn't oh. like zilt. This and then this it like is... wouldn't let me click. It wouldn't let me answer. It wouldn't let me come back on. I was just like, "What the heck happened?" I was so mad. Oh, that's okay. That's okay. All my love. So. Uh... Lyrica, let me, I started by asking you, I do this series called Self-Made. I get to talk to everybody from, from Rick Ross to DJ Khaled to Post Malone to Rhapsody to Nipsey to uh, Fab. Uh, so many fun, okay, interesting yes. people. So I get to talk to you. And what I wanted to know and what I asked you was struggles. I love the struggle. I love hearing how people had to get through shit to get where they are. So what can you tell, whether it's your fans or, or me, what that means? Oh, struggle is, first of all, nothing in life I don't believe comes easy or comes without struggle. And, um, for me, that's my story. Like, I don't have anything that I have. I had to, like, work and struggle for it. It wasn't just like, a, oh, here you go, here you go, here you go, here you go, hand out. No silver spoon over here at all. Like, everything from placements, from writing for other people, to um, ending up on reality TV, to um, doing my music. It's just never been easy. And I think the thing is to have tenacity and strength to just keep going, no matter if you 
fall the first time or if you um, get rejected in something that you really wanted, whether it be a role or you, whatever it is that you do, it's just like, I feel like it's just not an easy game. And, you know, I'm a singer and I've had that experience with things, even as a songwriter, just period. So um, it's just about just like going hard and believing in yourself first. And I feel like not letting what anyone says stop you. Anyone being like, oh, well, you don't have this. You don't. I mean, they told Drake, pick one, sing or rap. And Drake is our biggest rapper, singer, like, in the world, along with other people. But the point is, like, he just kept going. So I feel like if you keep going and you work hard, you will eventually get where you're trying to go. For, how do I say this? Thank you, guys. For, for, for me... If I use me as an example, I think at some point I was just too young, meaning I just didn't get it. And I didn't get that you got to have some patience. And you just, like you said, you, you have to, you have to, if you take the view that, look, nothing's easy, if you have that view, then everything's easy after that. Then everything's easy after that. Yeah, I feel like, Nothing is easy and you do have to have patience and patience is the hardest because us as humans, we want everything right now. Whatever it is, we're focused on, we're like, oh, I want it right now, right now. I mean, shit, I want a number one right now. I want to be on the charts right now. I want this, I want that. But it's like, I know that I've only released one single and I have to take my time and it's a step-by-step -step thing. But we all like, you know, we want what we want, but you do have to have patience. And you're right. With age, when you get a little older, you're kind of like, okay, I think you realize that. I mean, you can realize that as soon as 17 to be like, yeah. all right, life, life ain't just going to give us our way every, for everything we want. Um, did you want to be a singer first or did you want to be a writer first? Um, I wanted both, but the writing took off first. So, um, and I wasn't going as hard. So I guess you could say the writing was more of a passion at first. So I would write and I would think it's really cool when people would take my songs. I got my first publishing deal with Disney, like maybe nine, eight years ago or something. That was my first company that was like, okay, we believe in you to help you place your songs. And then um, I started getting placements on everybody from Jonas Brothers, Demi Lovato, um, like Miley Cyrus, all type of people. And then from there, I started getting placements on R&B, Chris Brown, etc. And I was like, oh, shoot, people really love my writing. Like, this is dope. So then that's when I, like, started really, really, really taking it serious as a songwriter. So, again, I, I'm, I'm coming at this from an outsider. So you may find this not interesting. I find it in, invigorating. But how does that work? How, does, how do you write a – do you think about a person – do you think about who you would like the song to be for, to create it? Do you know what I mean? Well, okay, so my new album that I'm, I just currently finished is personal. So that's when I think about a person or I thought about what I was personally going through. When you write for other people, um, sometimes, like, if I get in with the artist, I'll go talk about what they're personally going through because if I'm in with them, they'll tell me like, hey, you know, or it might be public information depending, but you know that they're going through a breakup or them and such and such just broke up or, you know, they might tell me like, hey, you know, I've been kind of dealing with something or whatever and then we'll talk about it. Like, 
Demi Lovato that happened with her. She was telling me her story and about her dad and just different things she was going through. And I was like, all right, boom, let's talk about your story, whatever it is. And, um, but then sometimes there has been times I just wrote a record that was just straight down the middle. That was just dope. And I loved it. And it might, it was supposed to be for me. And then some big artists loved it. Um, when we wrote pretend for Tanache, for example, that wasn't like, not necessarily her story. I don't think it was just like a dope record. And then she took it. So do you feel, do do you feel strange that you're giving up your story to somebody else that's telling your story? Do you know what I mean? No, because that's what I was saying. Like not everything I write is my story. Yeah. Unless like recently for my album and my project, I made it specifically for my, my story, like my real truth. Sometimes people just want to hit. Like, it's not all about that. They just want, like, a dope song to dance to. They need a club record. Like, for myself, I don't really do club records. But, like, for some artists, they just need something, like, it can be simple as, like, a tick and a boom, turn up to the womb. A tick and a boom, a turn up to the boom. You know what I'm saying? Something like that. And then all of a sudden, like, that's their hit. But it worked for them. But if I were to try to do it, it's like, my fans might have been like, oh, well, you know, we don't take that you seriously because you, you do real music or R&B or whatever. So that's the thing. Like, I do go you, for who I'm writing it for. Do, do, can you imagine, could you ever imagine your newest single, Marriott? Could you ever imagine somebody else singing that song? Someone singing that song, like me to pitch it to them as a, me as a writer? Uh, Rihanna says, you know what? I want to sing that song. Um... Would you, <laughs> no, no, that's that's my song. I can't, I can't. Can you imagine? I don't know. I'm just I'm, like. No, I know exactly what you're saying. No, that happened to me before. Um, I couldn't. Rihanna's a friend of mine. Um, I'm just using her as an but, example. No, 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 no. But that's a good example because I probably would give Rihanna anything in my catalog because she's beautiful. She's amazing. She's amazing spirit, but she's talented. And I know she's going to do really well with the record because she, she sings with so much passion and emotion. Um, but this particular project, like Marriott, for example, I was really selfish with, um, like giving away the songs because it's my story. So like Marriott probably wouldn't have matched anyone else. Yes. Girls relate because they broke up with their man or they went through a breakup in their relationship or whatever that or then maybe they have a kid and they're like oh we straight we good we're gonna be just fine without you type of thing but that doesn't mean that they went and stayed at the marriott but they still can relate because they went through a breakup so for me i really moved out and went and stayed at the marriott so that's why that's my real story and truth so i wouldn't give marriott to anybody no matter who it is no matter who it is that would have been a really tough one it's like the opening of my diary Oh, no, 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 I get, but I, I'm just, so, again, I'm just saying, I it would have been a tough one. That would have been a tough one to give. Oh, did I lose? Oh, I don't want to lose you. Oh, you're back. No, I'm right here. Yeah, I said, Got it was it. just like, Jackie, I said, it's like the opening of my diary. So that would have been made it difficult. When did you, so the, 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 the video just came out. When did yes. you shoot it? I shot it right before, um, I shot it right before quarantine, like before really? quarantine got really crazy. Yeah. Like right in the beginning. Why did you decide? I'm curious. Why did you decide to release it now? Well, 
I mean, you must have thought at the time, like, why, you know, when's the right time? When, when should we do this? Well, I feel like the pandemic did slow things down for sure. Um, it's not working. The pandemic did slow things down for sure. So I couldn't, I would have released it sooner. But then we went on a pandemic and uh, we had a crisis. We were all in the house. We couldn't go. We couldn't list. We couldn't shoot. You can't be around people. So it definitely put it back some months because I would have been put it out. Got but, it. um, okay, thank you. I just had to, like, you know, time it around what's going on in the world. And, um, but that's my real story. That's what I really went through. I really did go through a situation with a breakup and a move out. And I went and stayed at the Marriott. And that was shown on TV. And that's when I wrote it. But I just had to wait for the right time to, like, release it. And there's a lot of stuff going on in the world. So it's, like, hard to know when's the right time. Oh, I get it. But I, I have to say, and I did read this, but I have to say, if Marriott doesn't cut you a check, fuck them. Because that's ridiculous. <laughs> because, I, I, honest to God, honest to God, I, I was just joking, uh, not joking, but before you came on, um, I'm good friends with Kodak, Kodak Black. Oh, and I love him. So Kodak put us in a song, I'd never heard of Kodak before, put us in this song, Patty Cake, which I loved. Yes. And, and he got in some trouble, and I'm like, oh my God, this is, this guy did, he put us in a song, I gotta help, and he's in trouble, let me help this guy. Wow. So for me, so from my perspective, and I, I think of myself as corporate, at the same time, you, you got to give back. Like, yeah. you did them a solid. Do something for you. Yeah, like, wouldn't that be awesome? Because Marriott, I, I, yeah, because people really love Marriott, and they really feel like it's just hard. Like, I don't have the, um, like, I never thought of it like that. Like, when I wrote the song, I wasn't like, hey, get in touch with Marriott and stuff like that. But my team is now thinking about it, even though I'm dropping a new song. Um, but they, you know, Marriott went viral on TikTok and you know, people just started loving it. They started playing it in rotation in um, the UK, and people but, started making dances, all type of stuff. So. But Erica, that's even better because it's organic. It wasn't planned. That's something, Marriott. Fuck you. You better give her some coin because she deserves <laughs> it. Okay, let them know. Period. No, I'm serious. This is when. Uh, but this is about this. Is, I think every. We're going to put this in, in a song and talk about this. But, but uh, this is when companies need to step up. I, I'm saying this truthfully. This is when oh, companies know. need to step up. And this is allows them to give back and not be scared. And Jesus, this person just did something amazing for me. I need to give them something back because they're helping. But I, I don't know. Sorry. That's a side note. Sorry. No, it bothers not, me. No, that's a real note. Okay. That's a real note. And you're absolutely right. And I'm not mad at them because the song is fairly new and you never know what the future holds. Um, it's been out only a little over a month. So it's not like it's just been out and, you know, whatever. So it's new. It's still new. Everything's new off of this project still. Um, so we'll see what happens. But I would absolutely love to do something with Marriott because I look at my, like I said earlier, my album is like a diary. And that's the first chapter, which is Marriott. And that's awesome. It's Act of Fools. So Mary, the Marriott Challenge, what is that? So the Marriott Challenge became the Marriott Challenge because a girl, a basketball player named Krista and her girlfriend made up a really adorable dance um, on TikTok. And then basically, like, it just, everyone started doing it. Um, other celebrities started doing it. Some of my celebrity friends started doing it. Some of my followers, um, et cetera, my Rikas. And it just did its thing. 
and I just started hashtagging it as the Marriott challenge because that's what it became. But but it's not what it, which I love, and I think that's what social media is wonderful for, and that's what fans are great for. You didn't start this. You saw somebody else do this, and you said, "Let's let's let's play off this because it's a good thing." Yes, because I always looked at Marriott, you can dance to it, but I was like, it's not a dance song. But I'm starting to realize it's not about that. It's about what people want to dance to. Because a record of mine that's old from like, I don't know if it's 2012 or 2014. But anyway, the fans will know, but it's called Fiendin. And um, I never thought of that as a dance record um, featuring Kevin Gates. And then all the dancers like overseas and different places here um, danced to it. And I was like, oh. I was like, I never thought of Marriott. I mean, Phoenix is that. So same thing with Marriott. Marriott has some crazy drums and it's dope. But I was just like, oh, what I'm talking about, they're not going to want to dance to it. But in actuality, people just want to dance to what makes them feel good. So I'm really happy that it became a challenge. I hope my next single becomes a challenge too. Do, 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 you, do, you, uh, do you take your, do you take feedback from how fans perceive you or not perceive you, how fans like that is an example. Like it's a like all of a sudden you realize, Oh my gosh, this is a dance track. I can play into this. I can do things in this area that I never thought I could do before. Yeah. So what are you asking me? What are you saying? I, I guess it's, it's, it's almost like putting out a song and not, not thinking it's going to be successful. And it is. Oh, it's the best feeling ever. Oh, my God. Yes, that's what you're saying. Okay, because, like, Marriott, um, I had no expectations. Like I said, with this whole project, unlike some of my other projects, I would just write some good songs or some great songs. Or I would have a couple, like, that are, like, um, personal. But some of them were just like, oh, this is dope. This is dope. Oh, we should get Chris on this. We should get Wiz Khalifa on that. We should get Jeremiah on this, whatever. When in reality, with this project, I didn't try to do that. I just try to do what I love that's I that I personally relate to that's my actual story. So when I started doing that and when people received Marriott and I really was at the Marriott Hotel and I really went through a separation and I really was depressed and sad and just had a baby and all this kind of stuff and women and men related to that, that made me feel awesome. So if this is chapter one and as you write the next chapters, how do you decide if you want to include other artists in those chapters? It's hard to decide because, you know, if the right person came and wants to do a Marriott remix and it makes sense, um, I, my dream was to really do, like, four girls, a Marriott remix, like, with me and, you know, maybe um, one of their singer, maybe two rappers. Um, I thought that would be really, really sick um, for the remix. So that would be, like, dope to me if that organically happened. And... Um, but I was selfish on this project. I just made it about me because it's like my gift of me sharing my thoughts and my story with the world. Is that difficult? Yeah, it's a very vulnerable place to be in because you have to be willing to put yourself out there, even in the song, whether you look stupid or you got played or you're being the player or you're embarrassed because you just because everyone wants to look like they're relationship is perfect and things are going so great and da, da, da. so when you when you write these stories and you're telling people like you know I'm gonna be here at the Marriott and I'm cool that you're letting it be known that your relationship wasn't so perfect and um but that's what makes it relatable because in real life 
nobody's is. Nobody's like that. Nobody's so, is. so, uh, um, let let's change subjects. Quarantine this time. How are you handling it? I'm okay now. Um, in the beginning, I was really terrified to just hear the creepy news. The news. My mom would have the news on, and it would sound like really. Yeah, depressing and like weird. Like you'd hear the guy talking like, yeah, make sure you stay in the house, lock all your doors, don't go outside, put a mask on, only do essential stuff, go to the store, stay away from people, six feet. It just sounds like something you hear in a movie. So I was just like, yo, I'm scared to go outside. I'm uncomfortable. Like, oh my God, like how I'm, I'm already OCD. Now I got to be extra OCD. <laughs> like I'm already like hella like using sanitizer and stuff. So I'm like, now I got to be like extra with it. And I just was, like, really uncomfortable. Now that things have eased up and people were protesting and I'm seeing a lot of people next to each other, it makes me a lot more comfortable. I didn't see my friends for three months. I had to work from home. But on the flip side, it's a blessing. Um, I feel like it taught people to be with themselves and really connect and do other things and not think that we always have to go somewhere to get what we need. I mean, of course, you got to go to the store, got to go to the doctor, got to go da 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 But... You know, it's so many friends I have, even that just work regular jobs that were like, oh, my God, I started working from home and it's so amazing. I don't even want to go back to that life now. I started my, one of my friends, perfect example. Now she's like opened up a second business because of this and she already started getting sales and like just cool stuff like people started doing it it made me do the same thing like I had a lipstick line before but now I am I tuned into doing like strictly my by myself not with a um sharing with like a, a partner somebody. yeah partner thank yeah. you and um and I'm doing like a face line facial line and like just like a, a bunch of cool stuff that like I probably wouldn't have thought about if I was in a home board <laughs> it I, I find I, I I was having this conversation with my brother where I, in some sick, strange way, we're better now. Like, my company is better. We're stronger. Wow, it's been, really? That's so awesome to hear. It's, it's been unbelievably difficult. We've gone through difficult times, but it's allowed us to think different and be different and try new things that we never would have tried before, and we're actually better now. That's where I was saying the blessing in this is. That's what I was saying. It was just like, because I was praying and I was talking to God and I just asked him to give me a sense of peace because I didn't like how afraid I felt at night. I couldn't sleep. And I watched the news so much that in my dreams, I would hear like COVID, COVID, COVID-19, COVID-19. And I was like, oh my God, I wake up out of my sleep. And I, I just didn't like, I just didn't like it. But then when I learned, like I said, to find the blessing in it, like how you said, your business is doing better. Um, my... Marriott's one of my best streaming songs out in one month and my music when I could move around and go places to promote it. Um, that's taught me a lot because I was forced to be way more hands on online and stuff. Um, like I said, open up new businesses and stuff. You find yourself whatever religion or spirituality you have. I feel like people tapped into that more. I feel like I did for sure. Became closer with God. Um, I start spending more time with my son because oh, yeah. I'm going to be as busy, yep. you know, I'm a one-year-old and I'm always on like on the road. Like when I dropped Marriott, I would have been straight to Atlanta because I have a big fan base there and like New York and stuff. And I, I radio promo. I had a whole thing set up. I just came back from Chicago. So it makes you sit down and be like, yo, what will we do if we couldn't do what we're yeah. used to doing? Was it depressing for you in the sense of everything that you thought you had planned? 
Like we had a plan for the whole year. It's gone. For sure. I was I was scared. I ain't gonna front. I was like, is the world ending? Like, <laughs> I'm not gonna front. I was like wondering. I started asking my mom. I started like asking her biblical questions and stuff because I had to know like what is happening because a lot of this stuff is in the Bible. Um, not to even get religious, but I just started wondering like what is going on, and I just was like, I don't know. I just I just felt weird. I'm like, how are they gonna tell when are, this is our freedom? Like I've never been told I can't go walk down Ventura and have some ice cream if I just feel like it because yeah. everything's closed like you can't do nothing but then like we, I know a lot of women who like stop wearing makeup including myself today I have makeup on because I just felt like finally like because I haven't worn it in four months besides shooting a video so I literally like started relaxing more my face using my facial products like i just feel like it's a part of self-love came with it though too like you know what we are beautiful as women without lashes without nails doesn't mean we're not going to get them yes i'm going to get them again yes i love to dress up and do my makeup and look pretty but you know it's like it's not all about that because when we couldn't get to that it was like then what so but i think that's i think that's an it's an interesting question because you love fashion i do you, you love beauty. I do. What does that, what, when did it click in? Like, what do I do during these times? Because you could literally be in the same clothes every single day for the past hundred days. No one cares. What are you going to do? It's about comfort. You know, it's about comfort. That's what I'm saying. I got comfortable. I was like, no makeup, chilling. Like I said, I, I kind of did enjoy, you could wear your little sweatsuits or your pajamas all day. It, people didn't realize as much as it was stressful, it took the stress off of you. You're not trying to wear your prettiest outfit for work every day, whatever job you have. You know what I'm saying? As an artist, we're constantly being picked apart and forced to have the best hair, the best nails, the best makeup, the best clothes. And like you said, I am into fashion and all that, but I was able to take a break from all that. Um, so that was kind of nice. So what is, so what is, but it's a great, I picked up my wife today. She took my son for the first time, uh, to go play, have a tennis lesson. Uh, oh, I love tennis. Yeah, a six-year-old. Oh, but, but it was the first day of camp. She didn't know she should do it. Are they going to wear masks or not? She didn't know. And I picked her up. But when I picked her up, I noticed she's wearing a dress. Who, like, who is wearing a dress? My wife is wearing a dress. To go play my, tennis? No, no, no. My, to, she was with my son. But my point is, is it kind of threw me because she's wearing a dress. Uh -huh. Meaning, in the past hundred days, you she hasn't you know what i mean like wow. you're not dressed up you're not out you're not doing your thing so it's it's a whole new experience yeah you're not dressed exactly you're not dressed up you like yeah and you can't get depressed like i found myself some days like where am i going today why do i need to get up out of bed besides i have to take care of my son every day but why do i need to get dressed up today like i don't feel like it i don't feel like I, you know, you just, it was some days, like, I, and I talked to numerous people, I know it wasn't just me, to where you just, like, didn't feel like moving, because you just felt sad at what's going on in the world, and, oh, God, and then what we just dealt with, with the riots, and um, George Floyd, and police brutality, and all these things just made it to where, I was like, damn, we just were healing from COVID, and now this happened, and it, it can just make your spirits really, really low. I'll ask the flip side. Doesn't it also make your spirits high in the sense of, I, I always think during the worst times, the best things happen. You that's, realize what keep, that's what I keep getting at. Yes, I'm in total agreement. Like, 
it makes your spirits low, but in the worst times, yes, the best things happen because I've found, I feel like I really found myself more than ever during this time um, and became at peace with just like, my mom has this saying, which is really interesting when I was a little girl. And I don't know what used to make her say this, but she used to say, what if everything as you know it was taken away from you today? You'd wish you had everything you were complaining that you had, right? Mm -hmm. So us as people, naturally, it's like, oh, whatever it is you hate. I hate my job. I have plenty of friends who hated their job. Those same people were like, beg, oh, my God, I miss going back to work. I'm like, but you hated your job. You complained about it every day. And, you know, they hate their house. They hate this. Whatever I was complaining about, once I couldn't, like, I really didn't like going out. So my friends were like, come out, go to the club, blah, blah. It was moments where I was like, damn, I would actually love to go hear some music, have a drink, and just dance. Yeah. Not even think about anything, fucking dance yeah. off beat. I don't even care. Just, like, just let your hair down and enjoy and dress up and put on a cute dress. Those little things get taken for granted. It wasn't a big deal to us or go out and have coffee. I'm a big coffee drinker. Um, me and some of my girls would go out and have some coffee. That was taken away. Anything, roller skating, um, movie theaters, going to see movies, it was all taken from us. So that was like weird. But at the same time, you found the blessing in being home and the appreciation, like how important family is. Think about all the guys and husbands that were cheating on their wives that had to be at home with their wives. <laughs> and they probably was hot. But now they might have found a newfound love. Like you just never know. Like, you know, it's just. I don't know. I feel like it's a lot of beauty in it. So uh, on a positive note, you did your nails today. On a positive note, I decided, I said, I'm doing my makeup today. I'm my makeup artist. Shout out to Jackie. And I'm actually still in the process of getting my nails done. But yes, I'm doing my nails today. So what, so what does that make you feel like? It makes me feel, I'm not going to front, like, Okay, so this is my hand with no nails. And that was one of my, like, insecurities. I used to really not like my hands without nails. But during this whole quarantine thing, I was like, I actually kind of like my hands without nails. It's so funny because I couldn't get them done for, like, three months unless I hired somebody to come to the house, and that wasn't really safe. So I just started, like, enjoying my little hands. I was like, oh, this feels, like, just more youthful to have, like, no nails on. And I, like, really started liking it. Today, I'm doing my nails because I have some things and some press and stuff coming up. And then I'm like, now I kind of miss it. So I'm excited. Does it, does it make you feel, uh, is there a sense of normalcy, if you know what I mean? Like, yeah, when you have your nails done, it's a sense of normalcy. Like, I can't wait to get my um, toes done. <laughs> yeah, but it brings you, it, it's a, for me, it could be literally, it's a nice day. It's a nice day. I finally have a nice day. I feel it. You know, we went to, my wife and I went to Dairy Queen tonight. I feel normal. Wow. So Dairy Queen was open. Where are you guys? Well, well, actually, I take it back. If I'm full disclosure, uh, we drove to Dairy Queen. We got there. Uh, my wife had a craving for a Sunday with lots of hot fudge. Mm. And uh, they, lost, they have no electricity. They had no electricity. So we got there. We had to come back home. But... The point was. But the point is, you went. Yeah, it doesn't matter. The point is, you got to do something normal. Yes, I haven't done anything like crazy normal yet. 
Um, but nails, my nails is like a start because that's something that I did keep up. My nails stayed done. If I broke a nail, I was back at the nail shop or I had somebody at the house. Like I stayed, that's just something upkeep. Nails, toes, hair for me. Um, I enjoy like going to eat ice cream. Um, I do work out at home. I figured it out. I figured it out before the quarantine or I ordered this little mirror thing that I could like work out from home because I have a baby. So sometimes I couldn't leave when I wanted to if I didn't have my nanny. So now um, I can't wait to do like some of those normal things. Like I'm about to go have ice cream, blah, 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 blah. So because I know you're into fashion, I'll ask you, you must have thought about this. What does quarantine fashion look like in the future? What do you mean? Like, what would you, what's the, uh, not in the future, but like, like, I just, what, what do you want to be wearing under quarantine on a daily basis? When I'm quarantining, I like yeah. to be chilling. What? I'll have on some black tights and a hoodie if I feel like it. I'll have on some loose sweats. Um, I worked out earlier. Let's see. What did I have on when I worked out? I think I had on like just some like tights and a sports bra or something and then like shoot I'd be trying to be honest on the low I stay in a robe which makes yeah. me look much bigger but it's so comfortable so I'll come downstairs in my robe I'll make uh, breakfast me and my son will have breakfast we'll chill blah blah and then I'll take a shower and like put another robe on I have like six robes We're, I'm gonna send you all my robes you're gonna love them Please, that's my quarantine and chill. That's my quarantine and chill is a robe. I, but those are things you realize. I, you, you're going to love our robe. It's the most amazing thing. It's the most amazing thing in the whole world. Oh, my God. Please. You have robes? Yeah. Please send oh, me one. Are you kidding? I'm looking at two. We just got two McQueen robes. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. We got so McQueen excited. robes, Bel Air robes, uh, bamboo robes. Yo, I stole I'm so excited. You don't understand. I love robes. Like, y'all, I'm geek. And I'm so, sitting here drinking. Are you drinking with me? Of course I am. Cheers. Okay. Cheers. 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 Oh, my gosh. Y'all got to get, if you don't already, I mean, duh. But this is what I'm sipping on. Okay. Go Lux Rosé or Pink Love. Rose. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> so, Lyric, so I, 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 before I let you go, and I love talking to you, I'm, I am so curious. Let's be friends. Someone who's a songwriter and a, and a singer themselves, what what would, I don't know how to answer the question. What would, are you, would you be more happy if something you wrote is hugely successful? Or would you more be more happy if something you sang is successful? You know what I mean? Like I would, where, where does it stand? If I were honest, because I'm releasing a song soon and I just released Marriott. I would be more happy if a song I sang was very successful um, because I've had success in songwriting and I will continue to have it and I will continue to have success as an artist but my dream is to have my own artist record written yes. record that I've written a number one on the um, you know Hot 100s and um you know, go platinum, multi-platinum records. That's my dream with this new project that I put my heart and soul into. So it would make me more happy if it were from my music. <laughs> Your own. What makes you What makes you nervous still today? Going on stage makes me a little nervous still. Right before it's time to go on and the crowd is out there, whether they're hype as hell or whatever mood, 
I still feel butterflies. I still feel like, oh shit, I gotta go out there and make them love everything that I'm doing and pay attention and be excited and all that stuff, not be bored. So that's is it. The, is it the amount of people? Is it is it full? Is it or is it? It doesn't it's matter. People, it's just when it's time to hit that stage and just light it up and be energetic and all that stuff. Um, Cause I was gonna say like being a new mom used to make me nervous, but I just got the hang of it, and I feel like I'm really a fucking awesome mom. So I just that I would I can't even say that anymore. So I would have to say going on stage. That was so with 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 Marriott as you describe it being chapter one. Do you have all the other chapters written out, or are they are, are they still? No, they're written. Wow. Yeah, they're written. Do you feel, is it an is it an autobiography or is it a point in time? It's 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 an actual. I made a diary, an album, a diary into an album. So I'm like talking about what I'm going through on the album. Maybe one day it'll turn into like a Netflix or something story, movie or something. But yeah, it's with what I went through. Um, I wrote about it on my album. That's awesome. Lyrica, I love you. You're awesome. Love you. Just so you know, Lyrica, we, we, what we, I read this and and I knew we'd get along and I knew you'd appreciate it. I'm also a Sagittarius. <laughs> You're the best sign in the world, period. So I get along. I get along with two two signs, Sagittarius and Gemini, because my mom and my two daughters are Gemini's. So my so friends is a Gemini. It's my only Gemini home girl. And my son's a Sag, so. What date? What date? What date? He's November twenty eighth. He's a November Sag. I'm a December Sag. I'm twenty six. November twenty six. So is he Thanksgiving? So you're two days before my son's birthday. Uh, yeah, is, is he Thanksgiving? That's Thanksgiving too, right? Yeah, he his birthday fell on Thanksgiving. Yeah. Yeah, so it rotates. So mine yes. too. Mine too. So we yes. all have something good. But I, I love talking to you. I love your energy. I, I think what you do and. The, the way you're you're going is amazing. I love it. Uh, I will give a shout out a diss Marriott. You better fucking support Lyrica. She gave you a solid, a solid, solid, solid. You do a song for Bel Air. I got you. We're gonna be in your back pocket. I promise you. I promise you. Seriously, um, that means the world. If there's anything we can do to help you, by all means, please, please ask. And uh, for everybody out there, stay safe, stay healthy. Lyrica, thank you so much. Thank, thank you. you. Please send love to your wife and your kids. Thank you. And, and, and for all the mothers out there, I swear to God in my life, you have the hardest job in the whole world. Lyrica, you have an even harder one because you've got your music, you've got your lyrics, you've got writing, you've got your brands, you're doing everything. Good for you. Yeah, I don't I'm already tired talking about it. It's exhausting. <laughs> yeah, right. Period. Thank, thank you. you, everybody. Thank you. Thank you, Lurka. Take okay. care. Bye, y'all. Thank Bye -bye. you so much.